It's an intimate get together. Don't call it that. It's just a get together. Don't spill your drink. Don't clear. Do you, Molly? It is still your turn. Okay. But I'm gonna do some licking and biting of this food off my fingers. Ew. Like a Scooby Doo. Anyway, um, welcome to Candace Party. It's not a podcast. It's an intimate get together. I'm Molly. I'm Danny. And I'm Ryan. And this is Candace Party. We're gonna pump you you up. up. What a time. Good work, you guys. What a time in history. Yeah, I really buy that from you. Yeah, you should. I'm so buff. Uh, Ryan, do your Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Doll! Wow, he just called me a doll. Beautiful. Do you guys want to hear what it sounds like when Arnold Schwarzenegger stubs his toe? Sure. Oh, just stub my toe. The manly voice is a put-on, and this is the one time the real me comes out from behind the facade. I like it. Thanks. I could dig it. This is a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. We will be rewatching every episode of Phineas and Ferb. Using scientific reasoning, aka a March Madness style bracket, to determine the best episodes, quotes, and songs from the show. Allegedly, in our personal in our opinion. opinion. <laughs> Allegedly, in our opinion. You know. Also, no, you first. I don't know what I was going to say. Bit, bit, bit. Interrupting cow says, who? Oh, I did the joke wrong, Ryan. You taught me it yesterday. I, I, what? But I'm no longer a hater because I've got an innator and an overcomplicated scheme. I get a couple of checks every month for my ex. I get a couple of checks mix every month for my ex mix. Perfect. So, um, yeah, so we're setting out to prove that Phineas and Ferb isn't just for kids. It's for people of all ages to enjoy together. Particularly the elderly. We're doing this mostly for our late great grandma. Oh yeah? yeah, Gorbetta Simpson. Gorbetta Simpson. She came here on the Mayflower. I like that you just <laughs> used Loretta Stinson, Barney's mom, and put weird. I, well, I started it. Gorbetta, and then the last day we're doing was this for Gobo Fraggle. Simpson. There you go, Gobo Fraggle. Molly, does Ronaldo like Fraggle Rock? That seems like a thing he'd be into. Here on Fraggle Rock. Uh, Ryan got him a book. Down in Fraggle Rock. Um, hey, hey, you're listening to Candace Party on the Drive Time Radio. This is the Jazz Man Gobo Fraggle. You don't Horrifying. like that? You don't like that one? No. I can do worse. <sighs> no, let's not. Anyway, so to, you in like order to but... prove this, uh, Danny's going to ask us an adult question Very about the characters. Adult question. A stupid, serious adult question. Okay. This episode features Django and his father, very rarely spotlighted characters. Hardy with the body. I hope you're talking about the dad. Yeah. <laughs> and not the and not the little boy in yes, the I'm in the bathing about, suit. I'm talking about the dad. Okay. So the hottie with the body What's and his, his name son. Chet? Beppo. <laughs> his name is Beppo. Well, neither are real names. So. Beppo's a real name. Neither's Chet. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Beppo and Chet are in this episode, and we don't see them very often going forward in the series. So my question is, which member of the Phineas and Ferb gang is just not going to be like not going to keep in contact with the rest of them when they grow up? We know that they all make it to teenagers as friends. But do we think like Baljeet moves away to another state? Do we think Buford ghosts everyone? Well, who do we think is going to disconnect totally? Um, I'm going to say of like the core people. We can, you can go a little, like we can go to tertiary. I'm going to say like Irving. I think they're going to all kind of get away from him after a while. Mm, yeah. They're, he's not going to distance himself. I knew a real Irving. As they're going to, 
I know who you're yeah, talking about. you know about. who I'm talking about. You yeah. didn't even have to say it. No, I didn't. You just, he just looks like that. Yeah. And he acts like it too. And yeah. he's annoying and he I He has a photo him. album of me. Anyway. Does he really? No, I just, that was what, that's what Irving does. But, but it was so believable. It was and that tells so you so believable. much about this man. It wizard was. 101. Cool um, it. Uh, I don't. With the Wizard 101 sponsorship. It's feeling forced now, Okay. Today's I... podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Build it beautiful. It's not. Get 30% off it's your first not. purchase of a website or kids. Let Molly get her answer it's in. Not. Come on. We, listen, this is not a real sponsorship, okay? We're actually brought to you by Me Undies. I wish we were brought by Me Undies. I'm just kidding. We're brought by You Undies. That's what oh, we should oh. call our listeners, the Undies. No, we shouldn't. Aw. The... Not in a joking mood right now. Yeah. You're really testy. I. Do you need do to stop? Do not do... make wordplay joke. Hey, do not hey, make hey, wordplay joke. There's kids joke. here, man. Molly, anyway, who do you think is going to ghost the gang? Um, I think it's going to end up being Isabella because mm. I, unlike probably a lot of the fandom, I don't believe that her and Phineas are endgame just because I don't think that you're probably going to be endgame with anyone you met as a very, very small child. Um, so I could see like her and Phineas breaking up and then like Isabella removes herself from the group because she's got much better things to do. Okay. Wow. That is a very adult mature answer. To Thank give. you. Uh, I, 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 think, I think Phineas and Isabella are endgame because it's a cartoon and things like that can happen. I, I think they're endgame because there's no one else there. There's not. Yeah, I mean, there's people. not. A, there's, there's not, not a lot of women. characters. But I'll tell you this right now. Um, I think. Well, first of all, I have an answer from the show. Uh, we all remember Major Monogram's son, Monty. Yeah. He pretty much just pieces out at some point, and we never see that him again. That is beyond tertiary. That's he, quaternary. He pieces that is. out. There's like a chunk of the show where he's dating Vanessa, and then the last episode, they just go like, yeah, Vanessa ends up dating Ferb once yeah, Ferb so is not a child. Has, he is a th- groomer. She's kind of got a big age gap. She's a groomer. Mm, not a loser. Toxic gossip train. Oh. I pray that none of our youthful listeners understand what that is. Um, so. Rolling down the tracks of misinformation. That's toxic that's gossip train. No, 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 we can't sing anymore. We're going to owe her a royalty, and I'm not paying her money. She gets enough money from being in Wreck-It Ralph 2. Oh, my God, she is. Yeah. Oh, my God, Disney Princess. <laughs> her and Flula Borg. Anyway. Bless you. Phineas and Ferb, guys. <laughs> so... This episode that we got here, our first one right out the gate. Um, you Phineas and Furbenstein. Already, I have an issue. With I do this too. Title. Whoa, I okay, do too. All I right. bet you it's the same. I bet you I it bet is the same. You're as absorbent as me. Now, absorbent? SpongeBob. Porous and yellow. Is she? Oh, wrong phone. You know what it is. I'm Molly. I have multiple phones because I'm a rich woman in the big city. I'm Molly, and unlike Hillary Clinton, I have two separate phones. I just can for my have email. it all. Do you remember when that was what everyone cared about? Is that Hillary this, Clinton this... only had the one phone instead of two? Yeah. That, that's Do you think they so were bullying her for than... being poor? I'm not I bet a that's groomer. What was going on. Just a loser. Toxic uh, gossip. Um. So I'm guessing, Ryan, is your issue that it's called the monster of Phineas and Furbenstein, but Yet the character in the is episode, Phineas and Stein? It's Phineas and it's Phineas Stein and Ferbgore. Yeah, Can I? Okay, real quick. Uh, you know what? What's, have a, what's the deal? What's with the deal that? with your mother? Anyway, uh, we that don't was have time for that. That was Jerry Seinfeld just throwing down, yeah. just finally putting it all out like there. He does. But yeah, that that was my your mama's my, so fat. That was my big uh, 
pet peeve with this episode was yeah. why would you call it that mm. and then name the character the opposite? If I we want reparation. I have a whole rant about this thing's relation to the Frankenstein movies. Do we want to do that? We'll do that after we talk about the the episode. episode you have a, yeah. you have a so basically, what this episode is actually wait. You gave the synopsis last time. I oh. think Ryan should be forced to give it in two sentences. No, darn it, it well. Never goes I was well when you do this. It goes great. So, and then Molly can give us a real one after this. So, no, I, I can do it. After this train wreck. I can do it. I don't think I can do it for after the second After this one. Amy Schumer and Bill Hader in train wreck. Produced by Judd you know, you, you know you can't. You know you can't bring up Amy Schumer on me after our Twitter Toxic beef. Toxic gossip train. Our Twitter beef. Delicious beef. Sorry, X. Sorry, 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 Twitter. I'm on HBO Max. Sorry, the artist formerly known as Twitter. The artist formerly known as Max. Um, stop. You know how I feel about Max, Max. and Ruby. I sent you my frightening Max. poem about the, yeah. how it's now just Max. Ryan likes to send me threatening poems. He cuts um, them out of magazines. Yeah. So what happens in this dear episode? Is there's a storm? There's a storm of brewing in Danville, and it takes out the power in the town. What a dear episode! And so, <laughs> what a dear little episode! And this sweet pea of an episode, we see this storm take out the power in Danville, and at the Flynn Fletcher house, their grandfather, my nemesis personally, <laughs> is staying with them, and he's telling them the story of Phineas Stein and Ferb Gore. Yeah. Um, and simultaneously, oh well, they this they make is a giant so many plat- more than two sentences. This guy is. You just, said two sentences. Yeah, this yeah, guy is goober. This so was well. the joke. You goobered this harder than I thought possible. Was, I didn't know that you only said two sentences. You know That's how not a thing you know that we how, do. It's yeah, that was the. Fun I wasn't part. listening. To you know you. what? No, you know what? You know how people on Twitter used to go like, "Oh, she you understood the assignment." I think you mean it's how X. people on HBO Max used to say, "Ooh, ooh," you know, she understood the assignment. You don't. You just don't. You okay, don't well, the assignment is literally. I made that joke the other day. Oh, really? People still do that? An audio message to you. Oh, it looks like someone else doesn't listen here. So anyway, Can I answer that audio message. I don't know. Okay, you send a lot of audio messages. I do. Is it worth interrupting? Me? Most of Ryan's are just him singing a song. They are me. all Ryan. He'll just song. send me them, just like in the middle of the day. He'll just be like, "On that midnight train to Georgia." Because leaves the space for the backup singers. It's ironic. My it's because world, you're supposed to his world. My world. You're supposed to sing along. I'm supposed to be singing. I'm gonna the backup. I'm supposed to do yeah. the, the harmony. Sometimes that I seems do. about right to everyone here. I don't toot, get why it's not clear to you. Toot toot. I'm the pips. You're Gladys Knight. Toot toot. I already, I already back into it. Mario to record. Where did you cut? Okay. We're leaving this in. Fine. Finish recapping the episode. Okay, so hey, listeners, baby just threw a temper tantrum, and now he's gonna get his baba <laughs> temper tantrum. <laughs> I said one bad word, and we had to scrap the whole project. Some of us are old enough to call them curses and not bad words anymore. Well, some of us are old enough to say the bad words and not have to cut them out of the podcast. Some of us are old enough to remember World War Two and what we did. Speaking of World War Two, so Grandpa is telling them this the story. The flying fishmonger. The flying fishmonger is telling them the story of Phineas Stein and Verbgord. They make a giant platypus monster a la Frankenstein's monster. Who was a giant platypus. Who was a giant platypus. End of first sentence. Meanwhile, I don't know ranch. why I'm like counting my words now. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, 
Perry the platypus and Doofenshmirtz spend a, a spend a, a lovely evening in the dark by candlelight, remembering the tale that Doofenshmirtz's great something grandfather uncle Gunkle something like that Grunkle Stan Grunkle Stan used to tell him of uh, whatever his Dr. name Jekyll. is Doctor Jekyll. It's the it's Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, but he's got he turns himself into a fairy with a coffee maker. Yeah. Okay, Molly, what did you think of this episode? Um, it's a little bit of a miss for me. Um, it's fine. It's not great. I it's like not bad. One. It's just there. Um, I think my issue is that I think I liked this one when it came out, but as the show has gone on. I feel like we've had a lot of episodes in this time period or something that like remind me of this. Yeah. And so they all kind of morph together in my mind. Um, but in, that's not this episode's yeah. fault. In the future, when they'll want to do something like this, when they want to do like the King Arthur stuff, mm-hmm. they just do it. And you don't have to spend half the episode cutting back to someone telling the story. Yeah. It's like how they stopped, like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror stopped having interstitials where it was like the family, someone would yeah. be telling the story and it's like yeah. that kind of slows things down but also I mean there there's like fun things where they'll interrupt the telling of the story like they ask why the story isn't being told in color mm-hmm. like that's a fun thing but I mean this episode has would you keep it down I'm trying to use the quill so Which that's I, pretty solid I totally Woo! missed Whoop-dee-doo. Um, but yeah. I knew that was in this one, but I, I missed it. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of side characters in this one. We get Grandpa and Grandma Fletcher, um, Isabella, uh, the giant inexplicable floating baby head, and Jeremy, oh, mm. even though I'm counting it, even though obviously like they're all going by different names yeah. in this. Uh, Jeremy's Jeremiah. Jeremy. Um, Candace is Constance, but uh, you know, I'm counting it. Do you guys want to know a fun history fact? Sure. The phrase Monsters Ball, I know as the title of the movie Monsters Ball with Halle Berry. Mm. Um, and they keep saying Monsters Ball in this episode, and I'm like, are they doing just a pun on the title of that movie? It turns out Monsters Ball is like an old-timey historical term for like the last meal of a condemned man mm. or like a party you would throw before a, you'd execute a prisoner. Like the cool. warden would have a fancy dinner. So that's that's a fun history fact. We love that. Fun history facts with Danny. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. That's the theme music of my segment. Um, I think that this is an episode that, again, really highlights the um, abuse that uh, uh, Doofenshmirtz went through. And that youth? his Yeah, his father used to tell this story About to him to scare him into wetting the bed. Oh. Um, and, you know, he, he was a prankster, as, as Doof says, but I, I think sometimes Doof doesn't reflect on just how tragic I don't think a lot of people reflect is. on just how tragic their own childhoods no, are. No, they don't. Blink, yeah. blink. Blink, okay. blink. Well, you can blink, blink all you want. I had a great childhood. I was talking about all three of us. All aboard. All aboard. Um, <laughs> you see that train. midnight train. I really personally. on the midnight train. <laughs> I, I'm so, my world. I, I'm so scared aboard. to talk. I knew they were going to do it. <laughs> the intense the the three the person Mexican standoff of Molly's eyes darting back and forth between me and Ryan like I know you're gonna interrupt me. I know it does. Interrupting cow moo moo cow moo. Oh my god. Moo with you there. Don't bother me. I really enjoyed the play on words of mom and mob in this episode. Oh, mob. The first time yeah. she says it, you're like, okay, it's the mob, whatever. But then when she's yelling it, like, mob, mob. come look, come look. It really sounded yeah. like mom. It was, it was a good bit. Mob look. Yeah, it was a good bit. Um, is this, so 
what are the other times that they've sort of taken our Phineas and Ferb format so far and have made that like because uh, I was sitting there wondering I was like is this the first time they've like sort of just been like this is what happens in Phineas and Ferb we're, but we're we haven't gonna... had the caveman episode yet so like no. well, yeah kind of like the caveman episode kind they of they went like... back in time but that's just a, an adventure I think this is the first time where we're just seeing our characters as, as other some, people yeah yeah you know what I mean? We've had like little breaks from reality, but they've all been like. I meant to yeah. ask you guys before we started that. So yeah, we could fact it's check. a little I'm hard on certain. the spot, but I'm pretty sure. Well, we're only on episode 22, I think. So it's, yeah, it's not. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the first one that's like story based like that. And maybe that's why it feels a little off to me because I agree, Danny, you're right that they do later on. Sorry, keep yawning. Um, like when they do the Indiana Jones one, yeah, it's yeah. just the like the story. Of Dune. And they don't like really put all those all the time in the context of a story. Um, yeah, I just think that slows it down a little in this because you you have to keep cutting back. Yeah. Whereas you could have just had like there's very there's almost n very little of the Phineas and Ferb as Frankenstein and Igor. In yeah, this. they're not really doing a lot. Um, no, and like, I think that's where, where where it falls for me. Is the episode is a bit slow. We, we we almost we almost get a little bit more of the Juven Schwartz plot a little bit. But I, yeah, well, that's where the song is. So I feel like that yeah. naturally tips the episode more towards him, the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde thing. I like the little Andrew Sisters song about him being evil. Oh yeah, Ryan, Ryan, you want to talk about the song in that episode? Um, I would love to talk about the song in that episode. The lovely that Boylan song, Sisters. The lovely. That song is called He's Eviler. And you know what? That's me. It's okay. I don't do a doof. It's fine. Yeah. You know, it's barely a song. Out of the duo of this this little episode duo, yeah. th this is definitely the worst song. You know, it's not yeah, as good. It's, it's no impress my professor. It's no, it, it is not impressing the professor. Let I me tell you. And this professor right here is saying, You failed. Mm, take, wow. take the class wow. again. He's giving us a D minus. Yeah. Not a passing um, grade. Not a passing grade. Despite what they say in that one episode of The Simpsons, not a passing grade. Um, sure. Where Bart gets an F and then he kisses the teacher. Sure. Anyway. Sure. <laughs> um, Danny, what are your thoughts on this episode? Um, sure. I have very few thoughts about the episode itself. There's some fun things. I do like I'm trying to use the quill. I like that Candace is still on a bike, even though it's the olden times. I um, said that that really, Constance. really made her seem like the Wicked Witch of the West. The Wicked Witch of the Yeah, which her music, her little theme music. Da -da -da. We've talked about this before is almost exactly. It's Ring Around the Rosie, but it sound, they play it just like the Wicked Witch of the West theme, which if you were to try to hum it right now, you'd, you would just be humming. <laughs> it's it's like it's exactly like humming the yeah. Ring Around the Rosie. Bum, 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 bum. The Wicked Witch of the West music is like. Thanks for indulging. Yeah, it's like if you played the Wicked Witch of the West. No, if you played Ring Around the Rosie on the Wicked Witch of the West instrument. It would be like if you played the Halloween theme in Not in Five Four time. It would be like if you listened to the sound of the ocean through the toaster oven with a glass pressed up against your other ear that is listening to an elephant breathe. Yeah, okay, so this is my rant about Frankenstein stuff now, so you guys can maybe take a little nap while yeah, I Yeah, this, this is your bathroom break, everyone. This is your bathroom break, everybody. So this episode's obviously making fun of the Frankenstein movies from the 1930s. It opens with... It opens with Phineas and Ferb stepping out from behind a curtain and warning you, which is how the original Frankenstein, uh, 1931, directed by James Whale, that movie opens with... Um, I believe the actor's name was Edward Van Sloan. He played Van Helsing in um 
in the Dracula movie that came out the same See, year. Here I was thinking he was just referencing Marge Simpson. <laughs> the Bela Lugosi Dracula movie, uh, he played Van Helsing. And he steps out from behind a curtain and he goes, you know, Mr. Carl Lemley, which was the guy who created Universal Studios. Mr. Carl Lemley feels it would be unfair to show you this film without just a word of warning. And then he says the exact thing Phineas says, with, it may shock you, it may even horrify you. Um, because in 1931, that was so spooky. And Dracula originally ended with the opposite of that, where they had him also come out of Edward Vinslow, and they had him come out from behind the curtain and say, by the way, vampires are real. So, like, be careful. And then that would freak people out in the 30s, so they cut that from the end of Dracula, and now it's lost forever. But I think it's funny that Frankenstein would open with, this is not real, please just calm down. And then, but Dracula was supposed to end with, this is real, go home, stake people through the heart. And uh, anyway, just as far as other universal monster stuff, the scene of Isabella throwing the flowers in the water is also from the original Frankenstein. There's a scene where the monster picks up a girl and throws her in the water because he doesn't understand why she wouldn't float the way the flowers do. Um, and then he cries for he hath drowned a little girl. Um, and then uh, the only other thing of note that is related to the universal monster movies is um, the name Igor is not in those movies until Son of Frankenstein. It's in the first movie, he has an assistant named Fritz. In the second movie, he has an assistant named Carl, who's played by the same actor, but is a different character, um, who also played the crazy assistant in Dracula, Renfield. But anyway, so he the assistant Igor doesn't come in until Son of Frankenstein. And it's kind of, if you've ever seen the movie Young Frankenstein, it's like that. He used to work for the original Dr. Frankenstein, and now he's bothering his son. Even though we've never we've seen him We've never seen him original. before. And his motive, and it's spelled with a Y. His so, name is Igor, spelled with a Y. So this invention of the character of Igor is such mm -hmm. a pop culture thing, but it's not in any of the. So to sum up, so there's boring. Nonsense. There's some flowers in the water, and Igor didn't appear until the son of the Baconator. Yep. <laughs> um, Dude, the Baconator, crazy. Well, Isabella's also got that that bride of Frankenstein hair at the end. Isabella right? got that bride of Frankenstein hair. I think that's in the episode with the hiccups, right? That is. She just had it at the end. It was oh, green, it was when they're at the Monsters Ball? Yeah. Okay. Just letting you know. I might have zoned out because I was thinking about Dwight Fry, the actor who plays Fritz, Carl, and Renfield. Probably. I only know Young Frankenstein and Young Frankenstein the musical. Well, I've never actually even heard of Frankenstein until that. <laughs> until tonight. Throw <laughs> 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 your hat in the ring. They might make you a king. And you'll trade that hat for a crown. You're the man. You're the man about town. You guys put a nice little Christmas spit on the end of it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We brought it. We brought it. We jingle bells. You jingle bells did. Um, oh, Molly, real quick. Now that we're at the end of an unrelated Christmas song, could you do the thing all Christmas songs do and hum like three notes of jingle bells? Boom, boom, boom. Out of all the reindeer, you know you're the best, man. I did ever tell you that song, Run Run Rudolph, drives me nuts because it is clearly written by someone who has no understanding of the Santa mythology. It's Run Run Rudolph, Santa's got to make it to town. Santa, tell him, hurry, tell him he can take the freeway down. Santa does not drive. 
Tell, run run Rudolph Randolph ain't too far behind he's guessing what the other reindeer are named and he's so wrong he's like surely if one of them's Rudolph the other one's like Rand- no Donner Blitzen Comet Cupid the, the, the gang maybe Randolph was trying to take Rudolph's place said Santa to a girl child what have you been uh, wanting for right mm-hmm. Santa doesn't ask what you want he gets a letter you go to the no, mall and dead. tell him. Yeah. You yeah. tell he, him. No, but he, he asks you, what do you, what do you want? want for Christmas? Also, why does the little girl want one of those dolls that pees? That's weird. Because that's what the kids the, want. The, that was all the rage. Baby born, baby born pee. It was the 1400s <laughs> when that song was written, Danny. <laughs> Said Santa to a boy child. Oh, so what would you like most? There was um, a video that came out recently of a deer. <laughs> of Santa. <laughs> of Santa. Um, no, of a deer Sorry. that broke into an elementary school around here. And the police had to go in and get the deer out and they put it to Run Run Rudolph and it's just this video of this deer running through the hallways and now I'm going to always think of that when I hear the song. Run Run Rudolph, Santa's broken into a school. Santa's broken into a school. Run uh, Run Rudolph, Rudolph ain't too It's your cousin, Marvin Barry. You know that unintelligible Christmas song that doesn't really get the Santa mythos you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. Run Run Rudolph, You've been dead for 50 years? Wow. <laughs> Back to the future. Now that's a bad musical. <laughs> That is a bad. That's musical. a rough musical. It works. It works. Um. All right. Back to Phineas and Ferb. Right. You got anything else? Back to the Phineas and Ferb. Friday this Saturday night, we're <laughs> gonna send you back to the Phineas and Ferb's time. I, I just don't need. You I spit, spit all over so me. much. I spit so much when I did that. You guys, you the <laughs> podcast whole listeners head are was lucky. Vibrating. I can make a lot more of me vibrate. You're I, lucky. It was just the head. Uh, well then, uh, it works. <laughs> oh god people are going to be listening to this in their car and then your spit is going to come out their air conditioning vents oh, that's like how in a much movie when spit. people yell through a phone it's yeah. it's it's, it's, it's like when freddy krueger licks through the phone uh, 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 you can't it's nighttime you can't bring him up I, hey, hey, i'm, boyfriend I'm gonna go to bed in like six hours dude 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 <laughs> like, freddy krueger literally comes out at night Dude, I'm going to be asleep soon enough. Um, Bubs, yeah. do you uh, have anything? Welcome to prime time, person. For this episode. What, what, what? what do you think of Dwight Fry? What's your favorite Universal Monster movie? I don't think Dwight Eisenhower <laughs> served as much as he should have because he's literally... He, he may have served as president, but he wasn't. Oh, oh no, he's that's, that's a ton of notes I see you have there. Yeah, I have the monster of Phineas and Verbstein, and then the song is that he's eviler. There My job you is to, have it. The, yeah, that speaks in itself. This episode is it's good. I like it, but you know, it, we're also watching it, and it was Christmas yesterday or like two days ago, so it's very out of season. Maybe, maybe if it was October, we, you know, I would have liked it more. But you know what? That's on us. You're but a the no quality before Christmas. You don't want that mix. It's no uh, nightmare before Christmas is partially related to Christmas. This is not. Okay. This is a That's sham. Fair. That's very fair. But you just sang Run Run Rudolph. You made it Christmas. I'm saying we're watching it. Dur- okay, whatever. Snow's That's not important. Down. The quality of the episode, regardless of the season. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's it's mediocre. Yeah, it's mediocre. I will say that once they do that, they start to place the Phineas and Ferb format on other stories that we know. Yeah, like um, yes, yes. In the future, I think that they do it a lot better than I think this was. I think this walked so they could run. But you know, I'm I'm at the pace right now, having that 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 foresight. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I need to be running. 
good. At good least a light jog. Good, good run, run, Rudolph. Run, run, Rudolph. All right, any okay. Santa's got to make it to episode. Um, no. And there you have it. I mean, listen, we could stretch and, and force a quote for every episode, but I don't want to do that. No, no. that's just going to make that's going to artificially inflate the question. Bracket. Question. Yes. And I'll I'll invite the viewers into into this into the process into the process. What what time are we at? What time are we? How at? long have we been recording? Yeah, we've been recording for about twenty seven minutes. Okay. What's your question then? Well, you know, we our typ- our episodes are typically like an hour. I do you want you feel like we're halfway. Uh, yeah, we have yeah. to do the second half. Okay. Yeah, I was just but checking. What was your question? What the time was at? Why are we gonna bring the viewers? Because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to stretch. If we're, I was just asking the question. You can cut that out if now that Molly's made it uncomfortable. Now that you're trying to. Now that you're trying to alienate our listeners. <laughs> I was trying to be welcoming and inviting. I just like to let them give them some BTS. Um, give them some. The closest thing I'd have to a to quote men. for this would be, "Would you keep it down?" I'm trying to use the quill, but that is I didn't hear it. But that so is funny. that is a play on "Would you keep it down?" I'm trying to use the banana. It is, the and banana. I do feel though, like we say, "Will you keep it down?" I'm trying to use the quill. I would say I'm, I'm I would okay forego that we don't say either of those. We say, and I'm not going to use the banana this time. A lot. That's, yeah. Mm. But I'm going to write, will you keep... I'm going to add it. I think that's fair. Okay. Fine. Um, Molly, why don't you tell us what happens in the episode Oil on Candace? You have as many sentences must as you want. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so much pain from, from jumping, jumping to, to conclusions. conclusions. Oil. My little knees must be sore. <laughs> oil on Candace is an episode where Django... Candace, the oil, I'm slipping. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we got to put that in the oil. Candace, the oil, I'm slipping. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dramatic. Um, she almost oil on Candace, which like I don't know. Am I missing the pun in this? oil on canvas? Is a yeah. way to describe a painting. Yeah, but that's like a weird way to describe a painting. No, ah, no, look it's at that oil on canvas. No, that's it's a pretty common thing. What if you've ever, if you were not a luddite and you'd ever been to a museum in your life and you looked at the plaque <laughs> oh next to a painting, they always say oil on canvas. That's it's okay. like saying watercolor. Well, it's just why the I medium. was asking. I you know I was asking. I said, "Am I missing something?" And clearly, I was. Yeah, and then when I told you what it was, you said it stupid. like it was weird, and then you've revealed stupid. you're showing your whole keister. I've never ever claimed to like art. I've actually always adamantly said I don't <laughs> like art. I've always been very anti art. Yeah, <laughs> anti art. You could draw, and that put us in a staunch yep. anti art. Like, yeah, you guys have been leading the charge on this AI stuff. It's kind of gross. No, uh, it's like you know, it's just like I'm gonna look at something and I I can't I can only look at it for like a second. And be like, that's cool, and I don't have that artistic. Museums uh, are so great. The brain. Go to museums. Um, anyway, so oil on canvas. Um, Lions li- lions say you're a student, and they'll let you in for free. And when they ask to see your student ID, just run. cry. I'm rich. Just cry. I don't, I don't need to do Oh, that. that's right. You do have two phones. Okay, sorry. Go on. Um, Oil on Candace. Oil on Candace. So we get to see our boy, Django, who we haven't seen in quite some time. Um, so that's who we've got. We've got him and Lawrence um, as our side characters um, in this episode. But uh, he, they are at his dad's art gallery, and um, his dad makes really giant things for art so like a really big version of a pencil or um a really big version of art supplies as we'll come to see so a really big refrigerator and Django feels like because his dad makes such big pieces of art that none of his art will ever compare and won't mean anything to his dad so we see his like little tiny drawing and it's so cute um but he says it's got to be bigger so Phineas and Ferb help him paint the unpainted desert um meanwhile and Candace is trying to bust them. Meanwhile, 
Doofenshmirtz professor, his evil professor, is coming to... I don't know what she's coming to do exactly. She is coming to basically just like, I guess he invited her to to catch up or to check in on his evil doings. And so he thus takes the opportunity to try and do what, Molly? To impress his professor. Exactly. He's got to be good. This, uh, and, and it doesn't go as planned because it's yeah. doof. Um, so that's the episode. Um, impress my professor... Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Song. Ryan, you want to talk about that as um as a song? Yes, yeah. I, 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 I I would love to. Um <clears throat> uh featuring the great Laura Dickinson. Uh-huh. We, we, we 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 love her at this establishment. This is a pro Laura Dickinson establishment. Egot this is for a Laura. Hashtag Egot Egot for Laura. Laura. Hashtag you got for Laura. Um Yeah. Wonderful song. Gives. I love when we see Doofenshmirtz do as the, he the tends hat. to do. Yeah, the hat. He brings back the, the hat from. Um. The, yes, the, the hat. Pigeon. The pigeon. The, the 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 showmanship. The the the. the it's the, the genre he he's he's like best fit for. Um, I think. It's yes. It it's that classic, very very. Um, I would uh, call it vaudevillian. Vaudevillian sort yeah. of performance. Yeah. Um. Any song where he's got that little hat. The pigeon goo back in Gimmelstum. Well, that's the second half. Yes, the second half. The yeah. interlude. Um. The, I'm no longer a hater. Yes. Um, I would say definitely the stronger, of course, of the two. And I think it's a pretty good, I don't think on the grand scheme of things. It's not a top tenor. It's not a top tenor, no, but it's definitely a top soprano. It's definitely on the upper half of the altos. Mm-hmm. On the upper half, yeah. It's on the up and up. <clears throat> it's a good I, song. I like that uh, Perry has a little playbill for it. Yes, that's a, little, a good. He bit. pulls out a little program to read. I will say, you guys definitely say say slashing saying impress my professor a lot. Um, I do hear that from okay. you both. Um, it's so crazy it's, because I feel like we don't. Oh, I feel like you do because I never remembered this episode I have to really. Sneeze. It went away, uh, and I primarily only know it from you guys referencing <laughs> timing. <laughs> Um, Interrupting sneeze moo. Darn it, I did it wrong. Um, I loved Sad Perry eating food on the couch in his robe, oh, washing yeah. his soaps. That was I love his you. stories. I hate you. Yeah, it was it was beautiful, and I feel so bad for Perry. Um, They're gonna tape him for him. Yeah, but you know, all like I know what that's like on your day off to get a call about work. Yeah, Happen but all, while I was sitting here, I know. But all he had to do was go there and sit down. In the end, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Doof just trips on that he, machine. It, just in that respect, he could have not gone mm. and could have been watching This could shows. have been an email, as yeah. the kids say. Yes, it could have been. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Are we ready for... Oh, by the way, Django and his dad exist. Yeah, we said that. This and is one of the few times they They've exist. got a nice little heartwarming story. Sorry, I hit the mic. Um, I'd like to think they resolved their issues and they're really close now. And that's why we never see Django anymore is because he just like hangs out with his dad all day. I think like his dad's like gallery went on tour oh, and yeah. uh, he's going with him. Um, um, I love the professor's fast little legs. Oh, um, her little Velma in Pop yes, Scooby-Doo. They're very fast and very yeah, cute. Um, I said Doof has major Candace vibes in this one um, because he's yeah. really trying to get her to see um, that he can be evil and he's not. Yeah. And that Perry the Platypus is really Perry the Platypus and not just a platypus. Phineas and Ferb is about our human foibles and our need to feel seen. The enemy of the platypus is man. Um, I have to ask you both, um, if you were to guess what he's referring to when he says no more stupid songs about moons, do you have a stupid <clears throat> song about a moon ready to go? It's. Can I tell you what this is? Mm-hmm. It's like an old cliche. 
Mm. Like they're they used to. Do you know in the Adams Family musical how Fester sings that song to the moon? Yeah, that's because in the 30s they would do these love songs that were like, "Oh, I love the moon. I'll see you in June by the light of the do. You know, mm. by the light of the silvery, silvery moon. moon. Well, you only know I that want from to swoon. To my honey, moon. I croon." Because I was thinking, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Well, that one too. But that one's not stupid. When you ring, ring a ding a ding. I like that song. I used to think it was stupid, but now I. You don't like Dino? I love Neil Cesarega's version. I love Dino. Different one, different one, but okay. Um, This is a pro Dino establishment. Neil Cesarega's version of that song is chaotic and beautiful. When the eye hits your moon like a big pizza tune, that's my name, oh. Correct. (laughs) What were you going to say? You think you could do these things, Nemo, but you can't, Nemo. You think you can do these things, Nemo. You just can't, Nemo. You can't do these things, Nemo. Get it right. Wait, wait. Do that again, as in that sort of Judy Garland type. You voice can't. Of... You can't just do these things, Nemo. You gotta. You can't. You can't just do them. And yeah, it's a twister. I can't do Marlon. I thought I could do a better Marlon than that. Under pressure, that was what came out in my attempt to it do. It burns the building. Nemo down, so puts a family into. Puts people on the streets. So you were gonna say made it up. It's the terror of knowing what this world is about, Nemo. I can't do. No, can't you're do going. That. You're going a little too. Wizard one uh, one. <laughs> he touched the butt. Nemo. That was better. Nemo. I feel like yeah. It's I work on that. I'll come back next week and we'll we'll have a much better Marlon. Nemo. Nemo. It's me, Marlon, your father. I love you. You love me. We're a I'm, happy I'm family with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. you. Won't you say you love me too? Why won't you say you love me? Why won't you say it back? I said it a long time ago. Now it feels like you don't know. I was scared of Barney, yeah. A little, but yeah, not, not I really. wasn't scared of Barney, but no, I know I a lot of people were. I wasn't really I was. allowed to watch Barney because mom found his voice annoying. Really? But then when we moved here, we moved into a basement that had a bunch of Barney VHS tapes. Is so that we why we had so many Barney tapes? Because I didn't like him. Yeah, no, they really left him here him for us. I liked him. We were chill. We were friends. I mean, we were friends. Me and Barney were chill. I didn't yeah. enjoy the fact that the the yellow one was so uppity the triceratops the triceratops she always had sort she was of, kind of a, uh, a pain. she always had sort of an ego about her <laughs> that i never really jived with i don't no, know i think the yellow one was a girl named trixie no oh is that land before time no let me i'm well so here's the thing the purple one. is that barney, barney is actually not real he is a figment of their imagination because they find that barney doll oh when they imagine at the him. beginning of every episode but yet we never ever see them with the other ones so are they just completely imagining the other if you dolls? guys want to correct us on barney lore you can write in to the candace party podcast at gmail.com again that's candace party podcast at gmail.com feel all free. of our information's in the description yes, if you want feel, to find free. feel free to email us about Social things media, not related yeah. to barney as well so the uh, yeah. green Could be about triceratops green colorblind baby bop okay okay baby she, bottle pop baby pop she's three she's like younger okay so she is a girl and then oh, bj and is the yellow uppity. Pro protoceratops. Whoa, okay, um, you're a protoceratops. There, I said it. Okay, got it. 
got your Barney lore. Yes, Molly. Danny, do you have anything else on this right. episode? Well, now that, yeah, we've, I have a now that we've established that. I have a weird, boring tangent. Please do. So uh, his Two professor- for this episode. Porcupine, per episode of, of Candace Party, not per this episode. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so his professor, Dr. Y- Yaralik, Yavarlik, Dr. Yavarlik. Yaralik. Do you guys do you guys know who does the voice of Dr. Yavarlik? No. It's Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing. Oh, in Back to the Future? She's not the girlfriend in the first one? No, that girl is just, the character's named Jennifer. Then who is Jennifer Grey in Dirty Dancing? Jennifer Grey's baby. The main character. You're telling me that that is not not Jennifer in the first one. No, that's Claudia Wells, I believe is the name of the woman from Back to the Future. What? And then in the second movie, it's Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. This is blowing my mind. Go on. So Jennifer Grey, who is most famous for starring in Dirty Dancing, does the voice of Dr. Yavarlik. Django's dad is voiced by her father, Joel Grey, who uh, won an Oscar for being in the movie Cabaret. You know, oh. the, yeah. 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 So, um, okay. life is a cabaret, old chum. Come to the cabaret. He plays the the host at the club. Well, the is Jennifer who... Grey the one who's also in Ferris Bueller then? I think so, yeah. She plays uh, Jeannie, the I sister. I thought this was all the same person. No, no. She's, uh, she's two of the three. You had it two thirds, right? So, it's kind of funny that just, you know, they're both in the episode playing unrelated characters. Um, Jennifer Grey's in a few other episodes playing sort of guest characters on the show. Her husband was Clark Gregg, which I just said weird. Clark Gregg, who uh, plays Coulson in the Avengers movies. Coulson! I will avenge you. Get the Avengers, and I will avenge you. Yeah, so he played Coulson in the Avengers movies and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff. Um, And then they got divorced around 2021. I'm really fixated on divorce lately. You've been really fixated on divorce. It's just, it's it's something that we all have to get more comfortable with in our society. It's not such a bad thing. But you're not a child of divorce. No, but I kind of wish I was. Given how our lives turned out, divorce would have been a much better alternative. Danny... So I, I do have, I pulled up the Phineas and Ferb wiki for a quick second because I did want to point something out to you wiki, that, I, wiki, wiki. that I did notice um, that I did forget. Everything but, you just said was made up. <laughs> no, but sorry. there's also some other interesting errors in here because they like to list the errors. Mm-hmm. And so while we were watching at one point, I wiki. was like, um, Perry's feet are like the same color as his body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not orange. Um, for like one one quick second, but this also I they have this photo and it just says Doctor Gavarlik has four eyebrows and she literally has eyebrows in her glasses and Aww. on top of her oh, eyebrows. That's beautiful. Can you screenshot that and send it to me? Yes, I can. I'll use that. Make to that post yeah, the make episode. that the episode. Yeah. <laughs> make that the promo picture. Um, Ryan, you should do a makeup tutorial on how to give yourself an extra set of eyebrows. You should. I think it's a pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Yeah, but how do you get them like right above your glasses like that? Yeah, oh, well, I, I don't know how to get glasses. them within my glasses and right above my glasses okay. at the same time. Can you, you know, do, we uh, probably could do it because we got that like that big uh, protruding like eyebrow bone. Do you think we could? We have that Neanderthal We have the Neanderthal DNA. Yeah. That's how you know you're related I to have me, by the way. I also have more. a Neanderthal forehead. Jenny, plenty of people do. Ooga um, Anything else you had on this episode? I just wanted to say. But I'm so glad that we're doing this again, guys. I'm always... just so glad that we're doing this because yeah. it's always a blast. And this is for Justin. 
Yeah. This is for Justin. But this is it, Justin. You only get two. Yeah, okay? the rest like, of the show will be dedicated yeah, to stop being, we, stop we, being, we, stop being a, we can't have you be greedy about it. Stop being him. a Candace party hog. To be honest. It's not that intimate of a get together. Most pe- most episodes are actually dedicated to session singer Laura Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's, 90% she's of episodes. Our, she's yeah, our really honestly, party. you kind of split this one with her. To be honest, like Justin, we like you. We're happy you're listening, but you did not sing back up on Impress My Professor. Listen, uh, Justin, yeah. Justin, I'm going to let you finish, but Laura Dickinson had one of the best performances of the best. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't want to disrespect you, but you get out of my face, Justin. Mm. Justin, get that big foot, Justin. We didn't out of my face. face. Get that big foot on my face. Um. So what? yeah, he's big foot. He's big foot. How dare you? Any quotes from this one? Oh, um. Let me check. I'm fairly certain we don't. I'm like 99 sure. Talk to you, Violet. Yeah, nothing. You're a yummy little woman with four eyebrows, and I miss the way that your voice sounds in the moonlight. <laughs> See there. There you go. Oh, I guess you know we could write down. I do like a good toe tapping damn song. It's good, but but that's not memorable. It's not memorable, and frankly, I'm not Jennifer Grey, so I can't do that little the German accent. (laughs) Frankly, I don't give a Hoover damn. Okay. Get it? Okay. Well, he didn't blow up the one in Nevada. Yeah, but I didn't want to just say. I know that Hoover damn is. I was. Me, because I was just there huh. when I saw Dr. Doofenshmirtz on stage with Bowling for Soup, as previously that's mentioned, in Candace Party. Yeah, that's yeah, where Las, Las Vegas, Vegas is. <laughs> that's where Las Vegas is? Yeah. Oh, Ryan. Las Vegas. Somebody didn't watch all Las of CSI. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Do the rap. Do the Elvira rap. Um, 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 <laughs> uh, I'm tough. I'm rough. I'm to Okay, well, you knew more of it than I did. Yeah, well. If you're looking for trouble, here I am. Um, and if you want anyway. to double, here I am. The next episode we've got coming up is a pretty exciting one. We got Queen of Mars on oh, deck next. So pretty stoked it. for that. The science I can unfair. hear the bop alert from here. Not, yeah. not only is that Queen of Mars, but part two is Baking Soda Volcano. Yeah. Well, listen, the amount I talk about losing to a Baking Soda Volcano the a amount, lot. The amount of times I've thought about the movies being gray and the, the TVs, TVs are being black. black. Oh, the uh, horse is running. Please bring me some, some food. food. We got some fun stuff. We have some really guys, guys, real week. big stuff planned. We got some keep big it, stuff keep, keep up with us. Keep so up with us and keep us accountable, just like Justin did. Yeah. Yes. Let us know that you're thinking Email about us. us. Follow us on social media. Tell us what your favorite Frankenstein movie is. The Invisible Man is better than any of them, but only the first Invisible Man, the Frankenstein sequels, are better than those. The Bride of Frankenstein is the best Universal Monsters movie. Mmm. Okay then. You You heard it here first, folks. You will talk. Everybody will gawk at the man about town. There's a man in the guy and a bird in the start. You'll be smart. (laughs) Okay. You will break every heart. They were in Young Frankenstein. In high school. Oh, I, that's because I started from the wrong part. I was supposed to go throw your hat in the ring. They might make you a king, and you'll trade that hat for a crown. You're the man. You're the man about town. It still sounds very much Christmassy. At Christmas, the, end. the snow's coming down. Christmas, I'm watching it fall. Thank you guys for Christmas, listening. Lots of people we'll, uh, around. Catch you Christmas, next time. baby, please come home.
They're singing jackdaws, but it's not like Christmas at all. Cause I remember when you were here, and all the fun we had last year. Christmas, pretty lights on the tree. Christmas, I'm a sign. So that famous sign-off, guys. You should be here with me. Christmas. Baby, please come home. Christmas. Candace party out. Peace. Can we actually okay, do we do it? want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Candace, Candace party, party out. out. Peace. Should we have said Doctor Harley? T I N A T E. Get together. I to the N to the T I N A T E. Get together. It's not a party.